Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Movie Quest podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Anthony. Hello. Hi. And Johnny. Hello. Hello. Hi. And we are a podcast where three friends go through what they've been watching. Sometimes we'll have a quiz. Most of the time, we've got a topic, a film that we want to talk about. And this week's episode is actually about a film which I can't remember the name of. Fancy that, guys. This is the problem I have with this film. Every time I try to remember what it is, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. The unbearable really weight of massive talent. It's, yeah. It's what called? What's it called? I didn't hear that. The unbearable <laughs> weight of massive talent. In the meme film. It's the meme film. Right? Yeah. I, love how, I love how we're starting this, just not even knowing what the name of the film is. <laughs> it's the Nick Cage film. That's what it's it is. The, yeah, it's, it's the one with it's all the memes. Too long and wordy is what it is. Yes, that's what we'll be talking about later in the podcast. But before we get to that, if you're uh, a regular listener, you'll know this segment well. Um, this segment's called What Have You Been Watching? It does exactly what it says in the tin. It's uh, yeah. what what we've we've been what we've been watching. So uh, does does one of us want to? <laughs> Take uh, the reins. Yeah, sure. I can, <laughs> I can talk. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I was. I, I think. Thing. I think I messaged a few, maybe a week ago, and said, "Yeah, guys, I've got my, 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 a problem here. You know, I, I'm a podcaster. I'm supposed to be podcasting about movies, and I haven't watched any movies. Oh, <laughs> I've just been playing them in games. There's a bunch of games coming out over the summer, and I just like it's just it's just taking up all my time. These massive games, like Baldur's Gate, and um, Starfield and stuff. They are massive games. Uh, yeah, but but recently, I have uh, watched a couple. So I'll just do a couple of honorable mentions. Not nothing like nothing we're going to do deep. Watched uh, Bend It Like Beckham the other week oh, with yeah, my wife. You said that you were watching that. Excellent. Yeah, Mel's Choice. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's amazing. Oh, it's uh, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's it's, it's not? definitely not held up. No, 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 no. Like, there's a couple of decent bits in it, but it feels like I'm watching an episode of Hollyoaks or something. Honestly, like, it's just I feel like it has some nice stuff in it, it has some fun things, but and it's sort of like, sort of interesting culturally because it's like a bit about like an Indian family. But yeah, it's uh, it doesn't really hold up these days. It mm. feels very dated. Um, so yeah, I watched that with my wife, and then I had a little outing with um, took the kids to uh, to watch a film at the cinema. Took my daughter and my two my nephew and niece to watch uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Oh Ooh, wow, awesome. okay. Which I've been wanting to watch for ages, yeah. But annoyingly, because it's a kids' film, and over the summer they're like, "Oh, it's a kids' film. Let's put it on just in the day." Yeah, weird and everyone, times. And if everyone's working, you can't watch it. So, um, it's taken me. It took me ages to actually go see it because I was trying to find a, a time. I ended up having to travel over to Barnsley for it, Flipping which it. was you know it's like half an hour drive away from where we are. Actually, really nice cinema by the way, Cine World in Brad in uh, Barnsley. Recommend it. Um, but yeah, uh, have you guys seen this yet? No, I haven't no. seen it yet. Um, my brother saw it, and I asked him to sort of give me like a brief. You know, is it good? And he just said, "Bang average." So that's. <laughs> That's, average. <laughs> that's quite sad. Bang average. Quite there you go. To it. All done there. You don't have to review the film. Yeah. Johnny, have you seen it? No, I really want to oh. see it. it. This would like, I think this summer's been an amazing summer for film and this would be mm. the cherry on top if I managed to get to see it. But I think that's slipped through my fingers now. 
Yeah, same. Yeah, man. I think it might. Is it? St- is it? It might be showing still, or is it gone now? I don't know. No, I, I don't. I, well, I mean, even if it is, I, I don't think I'm going to get to the cinema yeah. anytime soon. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, so I was hoping that I see. I kind of hope that you guys would have seen this, so we could just like we don't have to do go too much into depth on it. But, but I'll keep it fairly fairly light. Yeah, it's uh, obviously it's the it's a new reimagining of the of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Um, franchise they've obviously been very much inspired by into the spider-verse well i mean i think a bunch of animation films have been like talking to their you know the people who hold all the money and going look look at what we can do if you give us a bit of money and that would be a bit fun and creative of it so it's got this really cool art style it's just like feels right out of like a um a teenage kid's sketchbook um it's uh it's sort of it's a bit of a, it's a reboot, so you get to you get to see like the sort of you know where they came from and sort of like the, the resetting up the world again. Um, and yeah, it's I would say it's a really solid film. Like it's um, it's quite quite quick. Doesn't doesn't hang around loads. You you know it doesn't like take too long to to get going. Um, or like you know it's got a decent pace and it, and it isn't too long. Uh, especially after watching some of the, the, these bigger films over the summer, um, it stars a bunch of p- kids that I didn't recognise, honestly. Um, but they all do a really good job. They're all actual teenagers, I think, um, who are actually um, playing all the different um, Ninja Turtles. Um, and the only one who stood out for me, who I recognised, um, was um, uh, Ayo uh, Ederberry. Um, who is um, I think that's pronounced that right? She plays April O'Neil. She's also in the Bear. She's mm-hmm. the um, she's the understudy in the Bear to the main um, uh, yeah, cool. chef, and she she she's outstanding in the film. She plays it really well. Um, just perfectly plays an April O'Neil, but she's like an she's she's like plays her as like a, a sort of like a, a getting started journalist who isn't quite you know isn't quite there yet. She's still sort of trying um, to break into being a proper journalist or whatever. And uh, she plays it really well. And yeah, like, like, it's just like, it's one of those films where it's got you know solid soundtrack, visuals are really nice, doing some really cool stuff with animation. It's really fun. A lot of like, a lot of in references now these days, like a lot of the kids and the teenagers and stuff in the, in the theater we watched it at got. So there's like Attack on Titan references and like, video game references and stuff like just stuff that teenagers that are you know kids that are into that sort of stuff now are gonna yeah. get it um nerd culture i guess yeah and like watching them hang out i'm obviously the premise of if you haven't people know the premise of teenage mutant ninja uh, turtle films i'm sure but basically there's some sort of liquid ooze that's that gets um spilt lots of different animals get evolved or morphed into these different sort of mutants and um you've got the ninja turtles who are looked after by the rat, um, and um, the rat, who, yeah, sorry, yeah, Splinter. Oh right, played by Jackie Chan. Um, right. They're like sort of the good guys, and then you end up with the sort of group of other mutants that are sort of out to get the humans and want to fight. You know, want to change everyone into being mutants. But then it's like it's not necessarily black and white. It's quite fun how they play with the different um, characters, sort of intentions and the sort of things they're 
the, the, the reasons why they're doing stuff and mm-hmm. um and then all the mutants like there's a, there's a couple of main ones the main baddie um is superfly he's played by ice cube he's really good and then you've got a bunch of like the different like other gang of mutants that have all played by different celebrities they got post malone and paul rudd and hannibal hannibal bs and yeah bunch of sort of well-known um actors and stuff who play the sort of smaller roles who yeah do a good job of being funny um yeah it's like as i say like your brother is probably spot on really it's it's a solid film it's like it's it is average, but like I think it's a bit. Is he bang on? I think it's a bit. It's a bit better than average. I'd say. I think like the quality wise, it's it is good. I just think it's not anywhere near the heights of like an Into the Spider Verse or whatever. Mm, it's like mm. it doesn't drop down anywhere near. Like it's not like it's not. It doesn't have a bunch of you know peaks and troughs, and it's not like rubbish in certain areas and good. It's just like really solid all the way through. I think um, and a fun film. Do you think it's the best Turtles film that there is out there? You know what? I've not watched a lot of. <laughs> I remember watching the one of the older ones when I was a kid, and I imagine it's probably better than that. Well, it will be because it. I don't think that was brilliant. Um, I didn't watch the re the one they did a few years ago. Like, no, the, the, I don't think the that sort of like post CGI one. I yeah, I feel like it was a Michael Bay, wasn't it? Yeah, I never watched that one. So no, it's just too. Yeah, this but this one feels like a kids' film, and it, I mean it is. It's like I took my five-year-old which i was a bit worried it was going to be a bit old for her and i think it was just about probably a bit on the edge like, there's a few bits towards the end which um i don't know if you've played the game inside yeah yeah do you know towards the end of that you get this weird like yes. weird monster banded together yeah think that but with animals like oh, gosh like something happens and there's a big monster at the end and it was a bit creepy and Annabelle wasn't particularly very happy with that, but like she didn't cry or anything, and she wasn't like too upset. She was just a bit like, "Ooh, daddy, I don't know about this." Um, but yeah, apart from that, like it was pretty good. It was so yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun, a fun little trip out. Got to spoil my nephew, niece, and daughter, so it was fun. Yeah, good one. Awesome. Too. I'd recommend it if it comes out on anything. I probably will. Disney I'll probably will. watch it. I'll probably watch it. You don't have to pay. It's one of those you don't have to pay attention too much, but like the visuals are so beautiful and the music, the soundtrack's really good. So it's like, it's a nice watch. Like it's it, it, doing, and it's like funny little references and stuff in it. It is worth worth watching. Nice. That sounds good. Try and catch it on uh, when it comes out on streaming at some point. Same, 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 same. Johnny, what have you been watching? So, I was in Austria over summer, and I was. Oh yeah, you I were. think I've actually spoke to you since you've been back from that. Oh, was it? Oh, it was awesome. It was like I sent you you guys a picture saying that it was like Hyrule because oh, it's yeah. just yeah. really nice like little mountain huts and really big mountains and snow and nice food and no litter and lovely people yeah it's really good uh, but when we were in one of the hotels I was skipping through all the channels and we watched half of Jaws in German Excellent. Uh, which is <laughs> it, it didn't lose any of its uh uh, dramatic. So we we came home and we watched the uh, the full thing, and it's a really good film still. So if you're not seeing it, go see Jaws. It's not a recent <laughs> release. It's no. I remember, been out I remember for a fair from while. that film. I think I watched like a Netflix like like a, like a documentary about a bunch of old movies, and that was one of them that came up. I remember seem to remember like they had loads of problems with the the shark, where the, the animatronic shark was wouldn't work on set. <laughs> 
which is basically they wanted to show, they wanted to show it a lot more, but then in the end they had to like you had to creatively figure out ways of not showing it but still making it feel like scary, which I think ends up probably working better for the film because it just builds up this sort of suspense of it all. But like when we were watching it, it was like there's an hour and twenty before the actual shark chase begins, and the hour and twenty is like a political drama. Yeah, <laughs> it takes so long for it to properly get going there's like murmurs of like gosh we shut the beach let's open the beach mm. oh it's fourth of july weekend open the beach it's just that whole drama just goes on for way too long but when it actually gets to the meat of it it's just really satisfying see what you did but there the day after <laughs> the day after watching jaws i watched the whale <sighs> whale is that the one with uh, brendan with... frazier Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. See, I've seen, I've not seen this yet. I've seen it pop up. Won a so, lot of awards, though, right? It's yeah, won, won a lot of awards. It, so basically, the premise of the film is there's this guy, he's sort of uh, morbidly overweight, and the film's based on. Um, there's a countdown with the film, so you know that the film's only going to last for like seven days. And, you know, it's chaptered up in the seven days, so. <clears throat> you can kind of guess what's going to happen towards the end of the seven days, but it's a, um, a drama, uh, about these last, uh, sort of seven days and, and what happens. Um, he's still got friends who come and visit him and look after him. Um, and he tries to rekindle sort of a lost relationship with his daughter over the seven days. Uh, I don't know if it deserved all the hype that it got from, from the awards it, it won. It was a very good yeah. film, and like it touched on some interesting things which I'd never seen before. But you know, I don't I didn't come away you think from it, it. Maybe was it maybe just that whole thing of Brendan Fraser? Everyone loves Brendan Fraser, and they loved seeing him coming back and doing like getting a, people you know enjoy seeing someone like him do well. So they're sort of like I don't know. It seems like it it sort of caught a bit of a viral. Yeah, probably. I think really I think like that, it. and uh, forget the guy from Everything Everywhere All at Once, who both had their careers sort of turned around later in. Oh yeah. Later in their career, I think, I think that was quite a nice sort of story for the the papers and news to sort of pick up that people can get a second chance in mm-hmm. in show business. But in terms of the actual film itself, I mean, it was quite it's quite a depressing watch. It wasn't. It wasn't a particularly uplifting film for a Saturday night, um, but it does it does talk about things which I don't know sheds light on stuff which doesn't usually get mainstream attention, and that's what kind of wins Oscars yeah. uh, a lot of the time. It's not 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 the most like probably probably quite hard sell to a lot of um, you know film publishers or whatever to make a film like around that. I would have thought cause it's mm. not like. Yeah, it's not something you make some like big. You know, obviously it's harder to spend money on that sort of thing when it's going to be harder to watch, difficult watch sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Darren Aronofsky film. So besides Brendan Fraser, it's got Sadie Sink uh, from Stranger Things, and the other sort of main person in it's called Hong Chow, who plays um, his sort of nurse friend who kind of helps him to just keep alive. Uh, there's some hard watching scenes where he's like force feeding himself well not force feeding but like overeating Um, he makes this horrible I think it's pizza peanut butter sandwich and jam and he eats it and then he's like instantly sick after it it's like pretty pretty rough watching Um, 
so yeah, that's that's the whale. If you want to check that out, it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Aaron, have you been watching much? Yeah, I mean, mostly. It, like, I guess I could do a rundown of like what's good to watch when you've just had a child. Um, hence the reason why the podcast has taken a little bit longer to. Um, yeah, we wanted to give you a little bit of a break. We give yeah, you a few weeks. Yeah, these guys are <laughs> cracking that whip. Come on, Aaron. We need content. That sweet sponsorship that we we need. Um, no, so you know, I, we have obviously watched a lot of TV programs, but what what we have been watching, um, actually, I mean, it was pretty good. Was the Mission Impossible films? We've watched all of them. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and it's a it's a wild ride. Like, you know, watching them so close together. It's really hard for me not to sort of pull the. Um, it really feels like it's the American version of the 007. Like that's that's kind of what it turned into because at the, at the beginning, obviously, you have the first film. It's related to the original film or TV series. I can't really remember. And they have the whole cast and crew. And if you remember that, you know, TV program or movie or whatever, um, it's a it's, just, it's like a group of people. And then they all got murdered, and it just eventually just becomes the Ethan Hunt show or the Tom Cruise show, right? Um, mm. And then that's the kind of that sets the basis or the tone for the next sort of you know five films after the first one. It's just how many ways can Ethan Hunt you know take on the biggest baddie ever and save the world from the craziest thing? And I was like, no, this just is this is just the American version of 007. Um, but I would say, personally, personally. Um, especially basically movies sort of four, five, and six, I think they really hold up in terms of like being some of the best action films in the business, um, dealing those really high octane moments. Um, and Heather was with with the, like with us uh, with the film, sorry, the whole way through. She loved them. She enjoyed them. Um, and that says a lot because you know. Stuff like that tends to not get her bored, but she, you know, she's selective about what sort of action film she's gonna, she enjoys and which one she doesn't enjoy, um, and it sort of leads up to the, the the number seven, which the reason I think we sort of started watching them was because Johnny mentioned um, that the seventh one was probably his favorite film of the year, and my dad also said the same thing, so I was like, you know what, let's let's like you know Heather's never seen any of the Mission Impossible films. The timing was right with um, the baby being born, so we uh, we, we got to it and watched all, all six, <laughs> um, and they just get better and better. If you haven't seen the Mission Impossible films, you should just go watch them. They're they're phenomenal. Um, and I guess the only other thing I would want to talk about, we might do an episode on it. Maybe maybe it'll get shut down and the guys will decide. Let's just have an episode about it. But. Um, uh, I finished, or we finished, season two of The Bear. Um, mm. oh, I, I need to watch the rest of that show. Uh, I started it. I started it at the second second season. Right. I got like three episodes in, and then and then I was loving it. But I think a bunch of games came out, and I was just like, I'm playing these now. <laughs> so yeah. I never got, never went back to finishing it. But oh, that show is so good. I w- I would say that um, if you're looking for you know some of the the best TV, like well shot, um, well written, um, interesting characters, uh, 
you know, just just whatever. It's like that. It's the hot show of the moment. Um, and it's the hot show of the moment because it's really good. It's shot really well. The character development in season two is is incredible. Like it spends some time with characters that it maybe didn't spend time with in the first season. Um, and I loved that. Uh, there's a particular episode that focuses on a particular character, and it was just because Heather and I obviously we were in the sort of midst of sort of no sleep, like. You know, as if you're when a baby's born, I'm sure everyone knows this. But when a baby's born, it is like fight or flight for the first sort of two weeks, um, and it was sort of nice to have something really good to watch as well in the midst of sort of learning how to be a parent. Um, and this particular episode, I don't want to spoil it, Ant, because you've seen it. Um, just what they do with the character, where they go with the character, was very relaxing. Um, and it was very... Very relaxing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It was just so... It doesn't sound like this show at all. <laughs> it was so good. Um, this show is like, makes you constantly on edge. Like, and like your heart's pumping the whole way through. Yeah, it's it's that sort of that uncut gem moment, isn't it? They sort of, they, they tap into that squeaky bum time. Um, I mean, there's a episode in the first season where... It's really short, but it's all one shot, and it's it's basically perfection in my mind for for good TV. Um, and it's just sort of really does tap into that sort of kitchen um, chef life, which I've I've been. I was a sous chef once in my life, um, and I would say that. Were you? Yeah. Where uh, I was a sous chef in in an Argentinian restaurant in Huddersfield um, for a brief period in my life, um, and I I think the bear does a good job of um sort of the atmosphere that it creates in the in the episodes the way that it sort of like um portrays that is pretty accurate um to how stressful it is and how um if you get i guess like pulled under the water um it's very like by the current it is very hard for you to get back to the surface so to sort of get ahead of things especially in terms of like food orders and stuff so the first season has an episode i think is almost a perfect episode of tv yeah where it's like a it's a single shot yes yeah, so yeah. yeah. it's it's just the whole thing is amazing single shot episode um i, I mean i'm sure it's been done before but it, it felt like revolution not revolution but it felt like very novel to me and you don't even sort of notice it as you're watching it because it's just you don't have time to notice it because yeah, yeah. things are happening so fast does it ever have does it ever reach those heights in the second season or is it sort of just is it sort of just like you know I think evenly that, good all the way through but because that to me blew me away I was just like flipping heck, that was that was amazing I mean it didn't seem like I mean like there were things that you could follow on from season one, but season one by itself could have been just its own single perfect se- I, season, really. I agree with you, Johnny. Like, I actually, I, like, I'm not this isn't to say that I didn't enjoy season two, because I did, I, I really did love it, but honestly, everything within me kind of wanted it to be a one and done, you know, yeah. just a perfect little contained I kind of hope thing. it does, like, it has a plan, and it maybe just tells the story it wants to tell and then gets out of it. Which I'm sure it will because it seems yeah. like the people who are involved in it seem to know what they've got and I don't and seem to they, they, they seem like really switched on. And I, yeah, I've got a feeling, oh, I don't even know the main, what's the main character's name in it? Um, Carm. Carm, yeah, the actor who plays him is 
Jeremy Allen White, is that is it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I feel like he's going to be a massive talent going forward. I mean, he already is, but I mean, I feel like he's going to be like. Yeah, big, this is his. Uh, he's going to be have a. Ma- he's going to be a massive star for the next. Everyone, everyone in that show though, like everyone, well, everyone yeah. in that show is going to be, you know, the next, you know, whatever. Like, oh, I really liked. Sorry, the episode. It's not not to spoil it for people. The episode with with Marcus where he goes to. Um, is Amsterdam he goes? He goes to Copenhagen. That's the episode. Co- Copenhagen. About. Yeah, that's that's oh, that's my that favorite. Oh, that is so good. That episode yeah, it's, it's so good. That's what I'm saying about it being, you know, like kind of zen. Yeah. Really still. No, you, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's perfection. Um, um, yeah, yeah. No. I just, I just remember that episode. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. I mean, we probably talked a little bit too much about it, but um, the character development in this is is the big focus in this season. Last season they were doing something new and sort of unique but you know there's, there's other tv shows that have done a single shot there's the uh always sunny in philadelphia episode the charlie work that oh that, yeah, that, yeah, w- yeah that won awards yeah. for, for, for was what there, it did was there a um what's the 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 crime one that was true detective didn't they do a single shot one? Oh yeah yeah one? yeah no yeah. no I was that just maybe a really long scene i, I think, think it was a really long scene be... same as yeah, daredevil yeah. as well um yeah it hasn't been done before i just remember it i just one of those things we i watched it and I was so engrossed in it, yeah, yeah, that I totally didn't realize until towards the end. That I was like, "Hang on yeah. a sec, they haven't even cut." Like it's just like, yeah. it's incredible. Like, it's like and it's it's like fifteen minutes long as well. Like the episode isn't even that long. It's just it does the one. I think the it's one... longer than that. I feel like it's longer than that. Yeah. So anyway, listeners, um, I would recommend them watching the bear if you've got access to Disney Plus. Um, it's uh very good TV program. I have one very quick recommendation. Do it. So, uh, the night before last, I watched the first episode of the live action uh, One Piece. I've heard this is incredible. Ah, I've heard okay. this is incredible. I've tell us, tell us. What you, what so I'm sort of interested in this because I'm a quite, I'm a bit of a, I, I like some, I, I like anime, but I don't like, I'm not obsessive about it. So like, wait, I've hold on, the... hold on. How many episodes of Naruto have you watched? No, exactly. I like certain episodes. I like certain animes, but I don't like watch anime. Like I just like some. Ep- I'll just start watching a show very, very, very occasionally, and I'll get deep into this it. This guy so like to buy three hundred episodes of Naruto. <laughs> I think that's so like many. all you did for like three know, or four months. I know, but but what I'm saying is like I've seen a bit of a trend now. So they seem to be remaking a lot of them. Netflix are a few different places there, but I'm remaking them in like live action. And I saw One Piece. I was thinking, I'm pretty sure One Piece is like 800 episodes long or something. It's some stupid yeah, amount. It's a lot. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if they'll start doing other things like the and stuff. But yeah, it does. Yeah, does it? Have you, I'm guessing you've not ever come across One Piece before. Before no, this, no, I, I saw it advertised. I've seen quite a lot of stuff on uh, Reddit recently about One Piece. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. See what it's like. And it's probably the in the top maybe three best pilot episodes of a TV show I've ever seen. Oh, that's... Really? Okay. It's, wow. That's strong. It was, that it was really crazy. just... It had everything in it. And I wasn't... I mean, when you say, oh, do you want to watch a TV show about pirates? I was like, mm, maybe, maybe not. I can either take it or that leave it. But not your cup of tea. It, I would not have pegged you to be a One Piece no, watcher. it was so fun. Like it had, oh, wow. like it's just full of action. Like all the characters in there were really interesting. All acted really well. Um, 
like the story i was like yeah i want to see what happens <laughs> i want to is it is it in english uh, yeah it's all all in english so the main guy is mexican um uh, the and then the cast is all from all around from the world but they're the all world. speaking in english right um okay. so yeah it's really fun it's really good it's on netflix there's only eight eight episodes have you ever watched One Piece, Aaron? Uh, no. It's one of those, like, because... Oh, I remember. You guys are a bit of... You you, you and, like, John are a bit of anime snobs. No, you? You won't watch no. The that's, popular stuff. You didn't let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, uh, you, so, don't, you won't watch Death Note. Uh, one Piece... Naruto. One Piece is up there for people that says, like, this is, you know, if you want to look at, like, good animation, good story writing, you know, all that sort of stuff, uh, One Piece is up there. And I would love to watch it, but the daunting task of spending... 800 yeah, episodes it's too much it's been going it's since much. 1999 yeah it's far too much i think i think when I, i've i've seen bits about this and i think is it the first season is 50 episodes it's sorry it's like the 50 episodes of the of the, of the anime can sort of condensed down into the first series i think um so i mean you, i mean you've probably got another 60 series to go <laughs> yeah that's just insane <laughs> That's cool, Johnny. Like you've you've really. I mean, other people have. You know, not to be the like their them telling me that it's good or their recommendations. It's just I just wouldn't have thought you would have been dipping it, dipping your toes into that. And the fact that you sort of said yes. Well, uh, I tried I'm, like recently. I tried Killing Eve and oh, yeah. uh, one or two of the like Lincoln Lawyer. I watched one or two episodes of that. And I was kind of like, no, parents watch boring. That. Um, whereas this the first episode in, I was like, yeah, hundred um, percent. Are you watching it on your own, or are you watching it with Sarah? Uh, I did watch it with Sarah, but she, like, with, well, she just fell asleep. But she oh, fell asleep okay. in the whale and jaws as well. So, <laughs> okay, uh, fair enough. Okay, right. so is that it? No, any other? Uh, uh, I have another. Okay, and it's oh, man. This is. I was debating whether not to even talk about this one because it's quite a difficult. Discuss quite a difficult one to talk about, I guess. Oh, well, that's not <sighs> great. I know, but I kind of want to talk about it because I think it's important that people watch it. So, okay, I'm just gonna if I if I like as I'm talking about this, if I like describe it in an incorrect way or any point or whatever, I apologize because it is like I might not get all the things right in this. Basically, I watched um, a TV drama, biodrama called Anne. I don't know if you've heard of this. So it was on ITV last year and it's basically about a woman called Anne Williams who is the mother of a 15 year old um, lad from Liverpool who died at Hillsborough oh, back okay. in 1989 and like have you, yeah, have you heard of this show before at all? I'd never heard of it, um, okay. but it it's weird because it. I feel like my mum mentioned it to me when it was out, and I, I was sort of clocked it and was like, "Oh yeah, I need to watch that at some point." Um, and then I haven't. I didn't really see it much. I mean, I don't watch a lot of TV, so maybe it was advertised a lot on TV. And I didn't see, it, but it's one of those things that's quite hard to search for as well. Like if you search for Anne on like Am TV, it just comes up with like. And agree gables and stuff. Mm. It's so it's quite hard one to actually just search online and stuff. So I don't I don't know if that doesn't help. But um it's four episodes long, um, each an hour long, and it basically so 
I heard so basically I heard about it last year off my mum, and then I was um, I was listening to a podcast with your mayor Aaron. I think he's your mayor, um, Andy Burnham. Is he your yeah. mayor? Yeah, he's my yeah. mayor. Yeah, Greater Manchester, King of the North. And he and he mentioned um, he was doing a podcast about some something about just like we've been interviewed, and he mentioned about his involvement with the um, uh, justice for the ninety six um, mm-hmm. inquiries and stuff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and he talked about this this speech he did. So I, I was like, oh, pop on YouTube like you do, have a little look at this stuff. And then I remember, and I was like, oh, I feel like I don't know enough about this, like, the, the, about, about the Hills of a Disaster. And then I remembered, oh, wait, hang on, there's a show about it. Um, so I'll I'll watch it. So it's one of those things that, because I grew up as, in a, as a Liverpool fan, grew up in, um, in Warrington, which is, you know, you know, like an hour away from Liverpool, but all my family are all Liverpool supporters, and we like. It's one of those things that you sort of just you know inherently about what happened, Absolutely. but like because it's interesting. Yeah, so it's one of those things that like as a kid you hear different things off different growing ups and adults in your life, especially like because I grew up in a pub and a lot of it was a Liverpool fan pub really, so a lot of Liverpool fans it was. In there. You heard a lot of different things going on, but like I was thinking about this. It's not like when I was a kid, or even like when I was like. 12, 13, you couldn't just Google something really and like look it up properly. Mm-hmm. Now, I was, and I'll talk about this show in a sec, but I was able to like watch this show and then go on YouTube and just watch the footage of the disaster, watch the match of the day from that, that night, yeah, yeah, watch yeah. the documentaries about what happened. Yeah. Which, like, I was thinking about this, like, it's just not something, this is a side note, but it's not something I was, I had access to when I was a kid. So, it's, so like, basically, if I was ever interested, I just sort of heard bits of it. And I sort of knew generally, but so the stuff I heard would be like the the main. So the main points, what happened was um, basically, you know, to sum it up, it was an absolutely horrendous disaster. Liverpool were playing away in the semi final uh, for the FA Cup against Nottingham. It was in it was at Sheffield Wednesday, um, Hillsborough um, Stadium. Yeah. Um, and basically, there was the per- the police officer in charge of the stadium was it was his first time ever being in charge of a a, a match and there was terrible mismanagement of the crowds and basically um it, it, back then all the the stadiums had like this like metal fencing um that would like cordon off certain areas of the of the stadium and basically this ma- just like metal cage basically and it was split up into three and the middle section of it basically it, people got crushed and it was 97 people got crushed to death and um it's like horrendous and like and it, but it wasn't just it wasn't just okay yeah they got they got crushed it was also the 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 way that the police handled it at the time the way that the, they stopped like there was like there was like um queues of ambulances outside that were not allowed to come in because the, there was no communication between the police officers and they were told um they weren't allowed to come in because all of the scousers were causing yeah. um, problems, so you can't go in and help him. Allegedly. So what? No, this happened. This has happened. No, no. As in, um, I'm saying, as in, like, they allegedly. The oh no! Yeah, yeah. The police problems. officers were saying that, and it's all nonsense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I don't. Yeah, it's like, ugh. yeah. So it was this horrendous uh, incident, and the show Anne is basically about, yeah, this. The first episode is mainly about like, lead up to it and. It, that that happening and then her discovering what's hap- happened to her son going over to Sheffield and stuff and it is horrendous like it's horrible to watch really difficult 
Um, I didn't mention the main. The, she's the main actress is uh, Maxine Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been. You'll recognise her. She's been in a bunch of stuff, but like oh, yeah. nothing. Like she's not like led a led a thing. I don't think much. Um, and then the the rest of the episodes, it's like basically is the cause of her trying to discover what actually happened to her son. Wow. And um, there's a massive like police cover up. Yeah. There's a, they had the inquiry about it, which was all covered up, and like they mm-hmm. blamed it on the Scousers, blamed it on um, they you know they, they had the smear campaign with the son, and they blamed they they said all this horrendous stuff about what the Liverpool fans were doing to their own their own fans, and they were saying that they were like stealing her from him and all this horrendous stuff. It's horrible. So like watching it as a Liverpool fan, like because I've like I've grown up having this imprinted in my like it's I knew what it's about and like it's like just in the it's just as part of in the fan you you just see it all the time but it's one of those things that like i had never really gone deep into watching all the events and like time scale of how it all worked out um and then it yeah the, the show basically is about this one woman's well her and a group of uh, other uh, family members campaigning to try and find out what happened and try and get justice for them and, and try and prove that it wasn't just an accident that people were to blame and they should be brought um should be made responsible um and then um yeah i don't want to go into, yeah I, I will, i'll leave it there really but it, it is incredible um it's the acting is amazing it mm-hmm. it's so well like it's so it they do such a good job of like of describing what happens and um but also like it's you know, well shot. It's 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 well paced. Like they do a good job of 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 like it feels very authentic. It feels like the 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 they represent it in a really good way. Good. Um and yeah, it's um I would really recommend it. It 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 I mean, obviously like you know it's a Liverpool fan centered thing, but to me it's just it shows like the sort of the feeling the authorities had towards. Mm like working class and they just sort of utter disregard for people and just like mm. just don't want to you know if, if this was some if this was you know somewhere else in the country and mm. it was like a different spot or whatever it would have been treated differently differently um anyway it's just like absolutely yeah it, it, it's it, it's also like because obviously factor was in charge at the time and it's, it, it's also like interesting to see it from that point of view in terms of the like political side of it as well and there's a lot of that in there um but yeah it's really worth watching um sort of a shame i don't think it got it got like she got one or few awards and it was like talked about but um i think it's one of those that it is very difficult to watch in the, the first episode especially mm. that it's like it's not like gonna get hit you know go viral or anything but um it yeah definitely worth worth the watch um I'll leave it there. So, sorry to um, mm. went on for quite a while there, but yeah, I just wanted to. I was I was basically not sure whether I'm not talking about it just because it's yeah, it's just well, it, almost I don't. It's one of those things I don't want to like not make light of it, but it's I don't know if I'll do justice talking about it sort of thing. But then I feel like we should, it, people people should see it. So yeah, yeah, no, I think I think that is that is the perfect way to you know I guess. You said uh, there's nothing, you know, there's no justice in it. It's it's an awful, horrible tragedy. But you shedding light on ways people can access and learn about it is 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 something. It's not nothing. Yeah. Um, where would the listeners be able to find ITV? It's on ITV. Um, all four episodes are on there. 
So uh, we've come back from our break, um, and I've heard a rumour that Mr. McLaughlin has a quiz for us. I do. Ooh. I have a quiz. It's back. Um, yeah, it's uh, it should be fairly doable. I wanted to make it a bit easier. Nice. So... <laughs> It's, I was very good at the you know, old quizzes. Well, yeah, last time I think we played the quiz a well, maybe a year ago now, whatever it was. I think um, it films films that feature this actor or actress. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and and it, and, it, and it was a bit of a didn't go didn't go that well. But yeah, hopefully this will be a bit easier. Um, so this is going to be basically so it's a quiz, but it's it's basically I'm going to name a director. And I want you to. Well, first of all, I'm not in the room with you guys. We're recording this over over the internet. Hopefully, you can't tell, but yeah. So I can't see what you guys are doing. I want you to. I mean, I trust you guys not to cheat. So no oh. cheating, no looking things up. Okay. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna name a director, and then I want you each to take it in turns naming uh, their films. A film, Gosh. yeah. Mm. And then until one of you can't think of one, so I'm gonna do. Basically, I'll give you a few. You know, like. 10 seconds to answer uh, and uh, as we get to um, to the end of your timer I'm going to play a little uh, a little clip uh, to I'm not sure what it'll be yet probably be something from our next film uh, from Nick Cage um, and if you get to the end of that clip and um, you can't remember you can't think of a film then you are out of that round nice. so yeah, it's it could be really quick. <laughs> yeah, no, no, so we'll good. see. We'll that's see fair. how we get on. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's go for it. So, I also was like, I looked at a bunch of different directors and I was thinking, you know, I could go for a bit of an obscure one and just throw you. But I thought, nah, that'd be mean. Oh, so okay. I've gone for literally the most popular director I think on IMDb. Okay. okay? So the first first director is Christopher oh. Nolan. Oh, uh, I see. Okay? okay. So okay, ready. We'll take it in turns. We'll go with Johnny first. So, Johnny goes first. Right. Name a film. Tenant. Yes. Aaron? Inception. Inception. Very good. Johnny? Interstellar. Good. Aaron? Batman Begins. Great, yeah. Johnny? Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Good. Good shout. Aaron? Dark Knight. Okay, now we get into a bit of a harder one. Come on. Oppenheimer. Excellent. Oppenheimer, yeah. Uh, it just came out. That's pretty easy on that one. Go on. Dunkirk. Ooh, Dunkirk, yes. Next, Johnny. Gosh, okay. Stalker. I think it's called Stalker. Stalker. It is not oh. called Stalker, Johnny. You thinking there's a following? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. This is his first film that he ever made, I think. First feature-length film. Uh, okay, so, you did get, you guys did well, um, but, yeah, Aaron wins that one. Can I, I um, have a... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, no, yeah, you go on, name some more. See if is you it can Memento just, as well? Did you do Memento? Memento, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I would have. I had that. That's, that was my last one. I was like... Right, he had so three more. There was a following that Johnny was sort of thinking about. Yeah. And then and then the last two, uh, there was The Prestige. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. yeah. 
And then a film called Insomnia, which I don't think I've watched. No, before, I've never seen but... that. Yeah, so that was... So that goes to Aaron. Well done. Yes, I never... Right. Next up, director... Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, gosh. <laughs> bit harder, a little bit harder. Uh, yeah, okay. First instinct is just to Google it. <laughs> yeah, um... exactly. No, no Googling. Right. Aaron goes first. Actually, Johnny goes first because you lost last time. So. Uh, okay. Punch Drunk Love? Yes. Aaron? There will be blood. Yes. Johnny? Was that, oh, I didn't realise that was him. Fargo? Is that the Coen Brothers? It is. Is that your final answer? No, it's not. Um, Five. Four. <sighs> The Three. Water Boy? Two. Water Boy! <laughs> <laughs> Is that not him? No. <laughs> water Boy? What, with Adam Sandler? I mean, Punch and Glove does have Adam well, Sandler. I know it does, but like, uh, Water Boy is like. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. Is it not? Is it? That uh, is... No. Aaron, can you give me one? Yeah, The Master. Yeah, there you go. Aaron wins again. So you could have had, um, you got the master, the Holy Blood, Punch Drunk Love. You could have had uh, Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie gosh. Nights. Uh, Magnolia uh, as well. Oh. Magnolia, yeah. Uh, a film called Hard Eight, which I've not heard of. Yeah. Uh, and then a few more. So Inherent Vice. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. I was trying to think. I could see it uh, in my head, but I couldn't remember. His, la- his latest was Licorice Pizza. Oh, I was going to say Pizza Pizza. I think I've seen that. <laughs> And then uh, uh, Phantom Fred. Uh, and then the last one was one called Junin, which is like a documentary did. Right, so that's two to Aaron. Gosh. We'll do one more. But this is going to be inspired by tonight's film. No. So instead of it being a director, it's going to be actor. And that, that actor is going to be Nicolas Cage. Now, this is going to be a bit tricky for me because... Nicolas Cage is a pretty much he's a prolific actor. <laughs> he, he's done so many films. So I'm gonna like over the the ones I said I've like written them all down. I'm not writing all these down, it'll take me forever. So I'm just gonna ask you to shout out films he's done and then um if they're there, I'll give you a, you can carry on and if not, you get knocked out. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Right, let's start with Johnny again. Nick, uh, Nick Cage, right, Eddie? Go. Um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. Aaron. Con Air. Yes. Very good. Johnny. Wicker Man. Good, good. Aaron. Mandy. Yes, Mandy, great film. The Rock. The Rock, yes. Uh, 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 gone in 60 seconds yeah great film The Weatherman Weatherman yes Aaron oh is it oh, what is he I don't think he's in it I'm going to say it anyway no he's definitely not in it is it Interview with a Vampire it's not that it's not Interview with a Vampire no <laughs> hey Johnny gets hey. one um, well Let's see if you can get another one, Johnny, just just for fun. Um, is he in True Romance? 
Uh, I don't believe so. No, he's not? not. I mean, so many. You were thinking of... Um, uh, no, um, Vampire's Kiss. No, no, it is oh. something in Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas, sorry. Yes, leaving Las Vegas Oh, as well. there's also... Um, is that Arizona or whatever? He's in Arizona, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, face yeah. off. You could <laughs> face oh, off. No, um, Pig recently. Uh, we watched one, Colour Out of Space, oh, yeah. for our podcast. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Uh, Mandy, you mentioned it, yeah. There's a lot, I mean, there's so many, so many films. Into the Spider-Verse is his highest rated on IMDb. Wow. Not Mandy, because that, that's one of my favourite films. Yeah, Mandy is one of my favourite films. It's one of my favourite I was listening to the soundtrack the other day. It's just... Also, guys, I sent you a link to a film today. You did, yeah. You, 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 uh, you know, the classic Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> which has uh, got 2.9 on IMDb. Amazing. Amazing film. Um, okay, cool. Right. Well, I mean, I could keep going, but I think we'll, we'll stop there for now. Uh Johnny, well done for getting a point at the end there, but Thank Aaron you. is the winner today. Give me a handshake over the power of over the, the internet. internet. <laughs> right, so next time we have to remember that Aaron is the um, is the reigning reigning winner, and the reigning king. Right, I've just I've just got the um, the Street Fighter music in my head. Oh yeah, from Rumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that was st- that was not definitely not stolen from another podcast, a football club podcast. So. Oh, I'm sure the podcast do it anyway. <laughs> so, so the unbearable weight of massive talent is what we're here to talk about, and it's why everyone's chosen to listen to this podcast today. Obviously, um, it stars well the two main ones that I know the name of um, are Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage. And the I don't know what what's his what's his uh, wife's name. She's an uh, Irish comedian, Sharon Horgan. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is in this for like a little bit as well. Mm. Oh yeah, that's the, right. The other, yeah. the other guy is like pretty pop, pretty um, famous. It's, it's fairly famous. Um, yeah, just a bit, just a bit. And it basically Nick Cage is uh, he's starring himself. Um, I guess I don't know what how you would it's a uh, a dramatized version of himself kind of I guess it harkens to the um what is it the the what was it the two Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon it's the trip oh the trip you know it's sort of that kind of it's a dramatized <laughs> version of themselves that they're living yeah, on yeah 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 um, yeah definitely I know what you mean it's like sort of taken from the truth so Nick Cage you know knows that he's an over actor you know he has like a sort of an imaginary version of himself um but he's basically down and out he's sort of at the end of his career he's offered a million pounds to go to this island to be at um the character played by pedro pascal um be at his birthday mm. yes um oh, things with his yeah. family it's aren't so it. good javi gutierrez is, is pedro's name yeah um and basically you know things aren't working out with his daughter, and um, he's getting a divorce um, from his now ex-wife. Um, so he basically takes the offer um, from his agent, who is Neil Patrick Harris, and that's kind of kind of where the story begins. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then hijinks happens when you find out that the CIA are involved with 
Javi and you're like, what's going on here? And then you get sort of brought in to help them. It's, um, yeah, it's a f- funny one, isn't it? It's a strange film. Well, like, my first question <laughs> is, uh, because because we had an option, we had two options. We were actually going to yes. watch the. Um, we were t- tempted by the uh, Resident Evil recent most re- recent mm. instalment of the Resident Evil um, live action franchise. Um, but and this was another option. So Johnny, my first question is, why did you choose either of those films? Um, I knew I wanted to see this film. So oh, that's nice. So, <laughs> oh, so thanks, that, that's that's why I <laughs> threw it into the mix. Um, and cute. Resident Evil looked like it could be fun, just to revisit and see how they see how they retell that uh, Raccoon City story once again. But I mean, this this film, like, I just wonder how much Nicolas Cage in real life is actually like Nicolas Cage in this film, because oh, I would I love. Think... I'd love to think that Nicolas Cage is like this in his daily life, but I just don't know if he is or not. I feel like it's a, he's, a, he's like what percentage version is, of him. is it like seventy percent actual Nick Cage? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a bunch of his interviews, like on talk shows. I mean, he doesn't do a lot of them actually, but I've watched some of them, and like he very much is into really old films, and like what you know, the way he talks about his acting and his performances, like he really does put a lot of thought and like. Uh, he puts a lot of like time energy in, into those roles, um, and yeah, I think and obviously the whole thing with him like being skint and having to like do all the work to to pay back certain things is like you know sort of ties in with it. I think I think it's like it is a version of himself. I think it's obviously it's interesting. Obviously, you got this whole thing going through if it's him. He's, he's playing himself, but then he also has conversations with his ego. Like he's oh, like yeah. a different yeah. version of himself, mm, yeah. The, the, which is like a younger version, yeah. Like Nick Cage from various eras, yeah. The spirited Nick Cage, right? Like the sort of, the, the, yeah. The meme, I guess, the one that yeah, sort of, yeah. Um, which I, I mean, I don't know how to break it into this, but like, I love that side of it, and I kind of wish it had more of that. I was hoping to see different, like. More obviously, you sort you see like nods to his other films and stuff because it turns out you know Javi is a massive fan of him and he he has a bunch of his memorabilia and stuff and they talk about like it's very meta and they talk about his like whole career and things. Mm-hmm. But I kind of was hoping to see more um, versions of himself like as like different aspects of his of his personality sort of coming through the characters. Yeah, um, which was a little bit of a shame. They, they, they sort of stick to like one, don't they? But they, you see it a few times, but. Um, yeah, like, I I don't know. I I really like this film, um, and it's it it's a funny. It is a really funny film, though. It's a really weird film. I mean, in terms of like, it's just a strange concept, um, and quite clever in some ways. Do you, um, would you think you would like it as much if you didn't have the context of Nick Cage back catalogue mm, uh, films? Yes, I think so. Really, I think I think if it wasn't Nick Cage, I still think if it was some, if it was just a random actor that wasn't famous, or whatever. I still think the premise is interesting. Because um, I think it works. I like I like that. I mean, it helps obviously that he has this back catalogue, and it, it helps that 
it is him. Okay, obviously, it's it it make it turns you know into a, not a special film, but you know what I mean it elevates it a lot obviously. But I still think it's a it's an interesting idea, um, the concept of the film. I think he's like self knowing that. I mean, I'm just scrolling down his IMDb. His sort of scores on his films are anywhere between like two point five and eight, but I'd say the the majority mm. are around like a six. So. Yeah, he makes a lot of makes a lot. Of stuff. Yeah, he makes a lot of films, and he he understands that some of them are kind of like, you know, just to pay the bills, sort of. Yeah. Kind of, just let people go see it. Be- throw yeah, away. throwaway films. But I think that's what gives him his charm because he he does these films because he enjoys enjoys them. Yes. They, they pay the bills. He can kind of be. He, li- he, he likes making them. You can t- tell he enjoys making. Yeah, films. I think he. Whereas, like, he watched, like, a Steven Seagal or whatever. Not that I watched a lot of his stuff, but you know what I mean? Like, those sort of old action hero sort of thing, when they're in these sort of films that are, like, they're just done for the mm. money, but they don't put any effort in, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Whereas you feel, I feel like with Nick Cage, he does seem to put a lot of effort in. And maybe that maybe that's because I'm seeing the, the very best ones of these. I'm not seeing all the other ones. Maybe I was watching a lot of the other sort of fluff out there that I would get a bit... Maybe it doesn't come across as... But it's from what I can tell... The stuff I've seen, he always seems to put a lot of effort in and embraces who he mm. is. Yeah. I mean, like once every like ten or so films, he'll come out with something that absolutely blows it out of the park. Like I know Mandy doesn't have a particularly great score on IMDb, but that's a fantastic film. Oh, um, yeah. Likewise for Pig, um, which I think what else is a super duper Nick Cage film. He just he just does he just does a lot of he does a lot of different films and some of them are not going to hit and some of them are going to hit because he does so many. Uh, I, I yeah I uh, when I saw this film advertised I really wanted to see it at the cinema I was gutted I wasn't able to go at the time so when you mentioned it I was like yes straight away I was just like oh yes please I want to watch that film. Um, it's the sort of film I was kind of a bit gutted I didn't get to see in the cinema because I feel like I imagine watching this in a packed cinema would probably feel a bit like watching The Room or mm. something, you know what I mean? You're going to have a lot of people who are big Nick Cage fans probably, and they're going to really enjoy the references and sort of go along with it a lot, and it probably would have added a lot to it, I think, watching it with a crowd of people. Um, so, yeah. like So I watched it with Mel. Um, I guess we can talk about... It's obviously broken into three acts. The first two acts are a lot more subdued and a lot more... Like, it's silly, and, like, wacky things are happening. Um but it obviously jump. It it does the whole jump the shark thing, you know. It goes crazy in the third act, mm-hmm. and you sort of like, it just becomes a massive comedy at that point, and just slapstick and silly, and that's where I sort of, I didn't like dislike it, but I just didn't like it as much when it got mm-hmm. to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Mel was the opposite. As the further it got on, and the more silly and slapstick it got, she enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also love the fact. They even talk about that in the film, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I was like, going to say, they, it's very meta, isn't it? Like, the film yeah, they, br- they bring it up. The film they want to make in the film is the film they're making and then yeah. they bring up the fact of having a, having a, <laughs> the daughter be kidnapped doesn't make any sense and, and it's just, I love how they do it, like, how they bring it into the film. It's so, it's clever. How about you guys, Aaron? Did you, <laughs> what did you think of, uh, did you get on with it or were you sort of just not? I did not really... get on with it. I mean, I, I like, I like Nick Cage. Um, I like funny Nick Cage films. I've seen a fair amount, I think. But I mean, he's got a lot of films, so I guess what is a fair amount? Um, 
Maybe we should change this into the Nick Cage podcast for short horror scenes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed <laughs> to that. Really, I'm, I'm really not opposed to that at all. Um, yeah. The, the Nick Cage quest. I thought it was pretty funny at parts. Cage like fight. Some of the laughs. Really, they really they, they made, made me chuckle. Um, and, you know, I kind of was kind of interested in how meta it was getting, you know, obviously what we were talking about before. But do you know what? Like, maybe it's just down to the fact that I was sort of, you know, tired or whatever. But I didn't really ever, I never found myself really getting into the film um, mm. and, like, being sucked in by it other than, it always kind of felt like, and just sorry, I was kind of felt like, oh, I'm watching this because of, I'm like I'm doing it for the podcast, right? Um, which is not good. That's not that's not that's not a nice thing to say about film because I don't mm. think it's a bad film at all. Um, I just didn't really, it didn't catch me. But it's certainly not. Um, you know, what's that Spanish film that you made us watch, Johnny? The one uh, where they went to the no, yeah, the one where they go into the Amazon rainforest. Oh, Fitz Calido. The German yeah, one. Yeah, that, 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 nothing, nothing quite, <laughs> maybe feel like that made me feel, um, <laughs> maybe Bird Box, the original one, but, you know, it's not that, it's, it's definitely, I think the mass majority of people would watch this film and, and really, and really enjoy it, because it, it is funny, uh, it's written really well, I just, it just wasn't for me, unfortunately. I think there's like lots of small pieces within the film which are, like quite funny but i think the overall story of of it is a film that you've seen so several times before uh mm. and that's probably i mean i'm i'm probably in a similar boat to you but probably not as far down the river um like i still in, still enjoyed it the action scenes were good i thought pedro pascal was like really funny um yeah, he was. oh he's so good he was, yeah, he's, he's, really, he's really probably good. obviously compared you know nick cage is the main event but he was also brilliant and i i don't think i've seen have you seen him do comedy before? He's so good at it. He works mm. so well. Uh, it's SNL skit, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. But not not one. really. Not really. Yeah, he was just a talent. I can see him going... Do it. Obviously, he does, he's massive anyway, but like... I, I, I'm now going to... You know, one of those things where like when you look up, you see a film trailer or whatever, and there's an actor in it, and it grabs your attention because it's that, got that guy in it or whatever. I'm now definitely going to be like anything he does. I'm going to be interested in watching because I just yeah he's so good. I think he's the highest South American, I think highest paid South American actor. I think is that for? Surely that's just for like because of the Last of Us. Well, I mean, the Last of Us, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, and the Last of Us. Uh, Was it Narcos? I think owns TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's in Narcos. Yeah, there's great memes come out. He's very, he's a very memeable guy, right? Like. The internet's full of like little things that that he's done, um, whether it be like a YouTube clip that he's sort of done in an mm. interview or or a clip from a film or something. Um, I re- yeah, I really like Pedro. Um, he seems like a nice I really guy. Like, yeah, he does seem like a nice guy, and and he's. I mean, we haven't. I don't think we have talked about it, but I mean, he was great in The Last of Us. Um, so, mm. and he's great in Mandalorian. And he's really good in Game of Thrones too. And he is really good in this. Like he, for a lot of the times, he was the one that sort of kept me interested because I loved the kind of innocence of the character. Um, I think he portrayed that really, really well. And then obviously you cut that to the fact that 
you know, the CIA are telling you that he's some sort of big drug cartel mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. Person. And like, that was, that was really funny. Like, yeah, it was a nice little switcheroo, wasn't it? It's just like, obviously it gets so silly. It turns into almost like a, you know, there's like 90s action comedies, like, um, what was that? Is it Blue? Uh, oh, uh, Blue Streak. You know, like Blue Streak. Yeah, Blue Streak, yeah. yeah. Bad Boys yeah. 1, Bad Boys It felt like that in points. Like a Martin Lawrence or Luke Wilson sort of thing. I would love to go back and revisit Blue Streak. I mean, <laughs> that would be... Or, um, oh, what's it? The one with Will Smith and him. Uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, it, it felt like... Part, it got, at the end of it, it felt like one of those films. Even like, you know, the prosthetics and everything. It just yeah. felt... Like a throwback, but it, it was really? doing a lot. It's doing some sort of, you know, obviously the meta, um, sort of side of it. Like, yeah. what I, I sort of yeah. So I was saying before, I wish they would have pushed that further. That whole meta side of it and like him talking to himself and stuff. I kind of wish they would have gone weirder with it because it felt like they went weird, but then they sort of pulled it in and went, "We're going to just do like a fun action thing." It's mm. what they talk about in the film to get the bigger audience in or whatever. Put some stuff in the trailer, make it people give them a hook. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish it would went. To sort of like you know, it could be in John Malkovich, where it's him playing himself, but then it's like it goes mental and it's like all crazy. It's just like so, you know, it just goes so off the deep end that it becomes really like interesting to watch. I kind of wish it went more mm. that direction. So like seeing multiple versions of 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 the you know his characters he's played and chatting with each other, like a best like of that, Nick really Cage fun. movie. Yeah, yeah. I wish that would. I sort of wish that. Was sort of where they went, and it sort of felt like they pulled back a little they bit towards the end. Struggled obviously. with getting all the licenses from different films because I guess uh, yeah, maybe you know they had bits from Mandy, bits from Wicker Man, bits from The Rock and Con Air and stuff. But I guess there's so many films to try and get bits from. Oh yeah. I mean, he was in a film yeah. about maybe there is something from every film in there, but it's really subtle. Could be. There was a lot. There was a lot in there, definitely. Um, I'm not even sure what the lot if that work, how it works with that if you are, if you're able to if you if because it's a because it's like a commentary on them if you're able to just have a main without licensing mm. I'm not could sure work out with works. parody law yeah exactly Nathan yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I guess um, the, the, yeah, sorry. Just, just to sort of I guess we could we could close it there but I guess the question um, we need to ask ourselves is. Is this a film we would recommend for our listeners to watch? Mm. Like, you know, as together as a collective, as a three, can we come to this decision? Um, I would I, for me, it's person. It's based on who the person who's going to watch it. I would say, but like, like I don't know if I'd recommend it to like my mother-in-law, <laughs> but like, but like <laughs> the majority of people, yeah, I'd say. I mean, personally, I think I think I would recommend it. It's just like I think. If you like Nick Cage, probably more so. I think you would, you know, get more from it. Um, what do you reckon? Do we recommend it? Yeah, well, I think so. I, I think I'm with you. Again, I, I probably probably wouldn't be um, recommending it to Carol. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like, just because I bounced off it, um, I can totally see why people would really get into it. And I think it has enough fun moments in there for me to say, we- yeah, yeah, I think you should. Can I ask, it. were you laughing during it? Yes. Do 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 you normally laugh at like comedy films? Do you like get you and Heather watch them together? Do you like, get into it and laugh? At, I mean, like 
you guys all know about me at the cinema when I'm like, if I don't like a film or I like a film, I'm very oh, audible. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We are very uh, emotional. <laughs> cinema knows. But um, yeah, like I, I'm, I really, like I laughed the whole way through pretty much. Like I was enjoying it. I was almost laughing at like the ridiculousness of it most of the time. Mm. I think like for me, like, I can tell if a film is, knows what it is and it's taking, it knows it's taking the mick of itself. Whereas there's, mm. there's times when it's, like if it's been manufactured to be like that, sometimes I find it harder to laugh at it rather than something that mm-hmm. is a comedy and you can go along with it because it's been sincere. So I don't know. It depends. It depends on the mindset that you go and watch a film with. If if you're gonna if you're gonna take it for what it is and try and take it seriously, and then it gets it does something really bizarre, um, mm. then that could be quite funny. But I don't know. It's. Yeah, like I said, I, I kind of really missed that. I hadn't it's I haven't you know what I haven't been to a, watch a film and like an opening night in years, and like for this sort of thing, I feel like um sort of miss that, and I, it does lose something. I think not watching it in a crowd. I remember watching what was the um the Seth Rogen Tropic um, Thunder. This is the end. Yeah, yeah, this is the end. Yeah. Watching that, I watched it with like we had a group of friends come with us. I don't know if you were there, Aaron, or you, John. I was I'm not there, sure. yeah. I was there. And we watched it in a pretty crowded cinema, and it just it just makes th- comedies like that better. I think it just works yeah, better because yeah. you you just get into a vibe, and you know what I mean. It's just so I think it does lose a little bit of not not watching it with a group of people in cinema or whatever. But yeah, um, I'd say I I I thought it was fun. I thought it was doing some interesting things. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm. It's like I I go back and look through Nick Cage's stuff, and I think, oh, there's so so many films that he he, he just puts out so many. Like he's just doing one. I just saw one recently called Dream Scenario. It's getting well reviewed. Mm. I'm just like mm. he just tried. He just does so much stuff. Um, I, I, I the one I posted today, Jiu Jitsu, where he's like, he's like a Jiu Jitsu master fighting aliens and stuff. You're just like, what? <laughs> it's just, he just doesn't seem to know, like, he doesn't have a filter, it seems like, to, like, you know what I mean? He just takes whatever he, he thinks he is put out six Jesus. films this year. He's done a yeah. cowboy one, a, a vampire one, uh, he's done one where he's retired, assassin, that dream scenario one, which, that looks really interesting, actually. It's one called Sympathy for the Devil, I've got no idea what that's about, but, probably some vengeance film and then the flash oh he plays superman yeah yeah, he was in the flash crazy well there we go uh you've heard it here we're we're gonna we would recommend you seeing the unmanageable unbearable unbearable. this is the the, the main (laughs) issue with the film i think i have is the title of it it's awful uh i mean i just i was trolling uh cool well thank you very much for listening to the podcast if you want to email us or contact us Johnny how would they do that uh, if you want to contact us we're on Instagram at the movie quest or if you want to send us an email uh, send it to moviequestpod at gmail.com send us anything if you've got any audio clips of any films that you've seen we'll try and play them on the podcast or any critiques or anything we got wrong just let us know thank you very much for listening to the movie quest podcast thank you Goodbye. bye see you later